Camp, Camp, Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp. Welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Peerage, and I'll be your host. The high pressures of ministry leads more and more pastors to burnout. We have with us today Anthony Caldwell. He is a speaker, coach, and creator of the Next Level Pastor. Anthony, uh, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Hey, Anthony, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm 38 years old. I've got a beautiful wife of 15 years, two amazing daughters that are 10 and 13. And I've been in ministry for about 18 years working on church staffs. My dad is a pastor, has been my whole life. My father-in-law, I've got two brothers-in-law and cousins and uncles that are all pastors as well. So Thanksgiving on both sides of the family end up being a ministry conference where we share ideas (laughs) and uh, learn from each other. But, uh, you know, being a preacher's kid, it wasn't all bad. Uh, It was a little tough at times, but um, the best years were probably um, around the early middle school years where uh, my dad was a pastor of a church with a gymnasium and a softball field. So uh, my jump shot was on point, no matter how hard education was during (laughs) those, those seasons. But um, but God's just really blessed, uh, blessed me to grow up in within the church and within the church family and given me a lot of mentors over the years that have just uh, really helped me to develop into uh, what God's wanted me to be. So it's been amazing. Now you have been, uh, give me a little bit about uh, past uh, ministry. You're involved, you're a youth pastor for a, a pretty good long time, right? Yes. So when I started in ministry, um, I actually lived in, in Nashville for a little while, uh, moved away, tried to move out of the pastor's house mm-hmm. and uh, ended up becoming a pastor when I was there. Oh, yeah. um, and so uh, served some churches as a college minister first, uh, actually very young college minister. And then um, became a student pastor uh, then shortly after that. And and really that that role has evolved, I think, over the last several years. Um, as we as I was a student pastor at the first church, I was serving full time on staff and then um, then rolled into kind of a family pastor role where it was a little bit more whole next generation stuff. Really been the, the pastor's right hand man um, at, at most of those places. And so uh, it's been kind of that. That's how the, the ministry has evolved in my life anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so now this new role that you have now is uh, is very different. So. I hope that it probably lends a little bit more time, family time together, hopefully. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the plan anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that you have your busy times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell me about your passion for ministry. My passion in ministry, it really boils down to encouraging people to reach their next their next place with with Jesus and their next their next step in their walk with the Lord. Um, you know, everybody, no matter where you came from, everybody's got a story. It was one thing that, that my dad always preaches, always has preached. Uh, everybody's got a story and it helps you to see people on a, on a different level. And whenever you see that everybody's got a story, everybody comes from somewhere. Mm. Um, if they still have breath in their lungs, they're, they're not finished. God's not finished with them. And I think that, you know, let's make the rest of your life the best of your life. God mm. is still writing a story in you. He's still writing some great, some great pages. And, uh, so let's, let's get really close to him so that we see what he's doing and how he's doing it. And, and, and honestly, just make the rest the best. Uh, let's, you know, let's do that, um, in, in every person's life. It's, uh, 
Uh, that's that's really my passion, encouraging and and helping people to get to that next step. So I see that this is kind of this kind of developed over the years. Well, I, I could see this falling in, into place for uh, your 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 father being pastor and and your uncles and other relatives pastorate, and then you being in, in the ministry as well, and that just uh, gives you a passion for people. And so God uses that to lead you to encouraging other pastors. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have, um, my heart for pastors has really grown significantly over the past just four or five years, honestly. Uh, I've always loved pastors and and try to figure out, you know, pastors are people. I make a joke sometimes that uh, I know pastors better than regular people. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, because I've, my whole life has been a study of pastors, it seems like. Yeah. Tell us the, the full story. What really led to this uh, this this resource it's that was is a next level pasture led to the, you creating this resource. What 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 events happened, and uh, you know that uh, really kind of brought it. Say yes, you know, Lord, I I need to do this. Just again, growing up in a pastor's home, being on staff with several different pastors, um, I've just seen pastors go through so much. And honestly, I've seen pastors thrive in ministry. I've seen pastors lose jobs in ministry. Mm -hmm. I've seen pastors leading marriage conferences that are talking about the joys of marriage. I've seen pastors walk through divorce. Mm -hmm. I've seen pastors um, just go through all kinds of situations and uh, from personal victories to moral failures to, I mean, it absolutely all across the board. And there is such a weight on pastors. And I'm not just talking about senior pastors. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about anybody on a church staff, anybody that, that leads people. Um, because, you know, when pastors, when they jump into ministry, they're excited and they're ready to go and they want to see change. But the truth is people come to pastors with problems mm-hmm. and these problems are heavy. Uh, right. They are heavy problems. And so the pastors just deal with this stress. And so about four or five years ago, um, God began laying on my heart to mentor and help young pastors, young young youth pastors. I was a student pastor at the time when this was kind of going on in my life. And uh, so I realized that there was probably 10 or 15 guys every month I was mentoring. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've kind of felt like I was just the old guy in youth ministry. And so all these young guys were like, let's get the wisdom from the old guy. He's gray headed. And now, yeah. now he's got no <laughs> hair. So let's listen to him. He yeah. must know something. Um, but it just began to to grow more and more as I saw more more pastors going through difficult situations. And, and I thought, you know, there's there's such great need. And, and God began to tell me, hey, listen, how have you learned over the last several years? And, you know, I like to read. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really like to read. I liked what I get from reading, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, they I gained experience of the author. Uh, and so and, and also started going through online courses, uh, trying to just learn about stuff. And and God said, take your passion for for training people and loving mm-hmm. people, helping them get to the next step. Create this resource that can that other guys can get to and that they can hang on to and that they can learn from. And so that's really what kind of walked into creating something like Next Level Pastor that mm-hmm. um, is is built to encourage pastors, but also to train and to help them to get to their next level, uh, honestly, in their in their ministry, in their life, in their personal life. Um, so that's kind of the the steps that took place to get right. there. So have you found in the last uh, year that uh, I mean we we talk about this a lot how the stress of the church has has really just amplified by your interaction with pastors. Have you found that that uh, continues to be true? Yeah, I think um, in the last year, uh, two of my close pastoral friends um, have left the ministry, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's all because of the the balance of the stresses of of ministry and of of you know we, we've heard it said and, and we've said we say it 
the crisis that we faced over the last year doesn't cause problems. It reveals problems that were there. Um, pastors sometimes don't, um, they don't have that balance in their life of that burden. And, and I, honestly, I see the burden it's there and it's heavy. And, you know, we're, we're kind of at, well, we we weren't trained for this, Mm, you know, we weren't trained to respond in something like this. And, um, so where do we go to get that training? Where do we Mm. go? And, and hopefully we're leaning everything we can on the Lord. Uh, but even when, when there's more and more stress, it's harder to even focus enough to do that. And, And it's hard to really anticipate things like this and actually uh, get trained in it. I mean, certain elements, I think, uh, even the seminary, I mean, I think you, there, there's kind of a, uh, just a common uh, thought of, well, you need to kind of take care of yourself, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're there to get your theological training. Mm-hmm. And so you walk out and you're a little surprised, you know. Yeah. And so you kind of either you fend for yourself mm-hmm. or you feel like, do you not feel like as a pastor that it's my responsibility to fix this? I don't want, don't need to ask for help. Right. You find that true? Absolutely. I, you know, my first couple of years in ministry, I made the biggest mistake of feeling super guilty that the church was paying me anything. And oh, so okay. I was, I was having to do everything. I was, I, I felt like I had to be the guy taking the trash out, cleaning the toilets, doing everything. And even though I don't mind to do that, I was doing it out of a sense of guilt rather than out of the joy that God's called me to this. It was, you know, I feel bad. I can't ask somebody else to do this because I'm the guy that's supposed to be in charge and taking care of all this stuff. And, you know, Ephesians four is very clear. Mm-hmm. Our job is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Right. Um, to do that, you've got to be willing to give ministry away to people so that they can experience it. And I felt really guilty about it first, uh, but over the last probably seven or eight years, God's really opened up these doors to see you want ministry is the most joyful thing ever. When right. you see God move in somebody's life, it is this overwhelming, amazing uh, emotion <laughs> and this overwhelming, amazing truth that's happening. And we're robbing our church members of that. If we aren't giving them ministry to do and giving them those relationships and letting them take the, take the lead. And so um, I think that, yeah, absolutely. Pastors, we, we tend to personally, I, and the ones that I've talked with and interacted with seem to feel like it's on us to answer this problem. Mm-hmm. And, and the truth is it's the church is way bigger than us. And so let's, let's let, let's let God work in everybody's life and, and let him move in a powerful way in, in others, not just in us. Right. Well, so let's kind of get into the, uh, uh, your book or your, your, your material. Mm-hmm. So what is exactly the next level pastor? What's it all about? Yeah. Next level pastor, um, is all about pa- helping pastors to, to reach their next level. And I don't mean reach twice as many people as they're reaching today. Um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we think about levels and we think, okay, that means numbers, right. Mm-hmm. Or more people or more money or whatever. Uh, but the truth is it's, it's really not to lead to uh, more people. It's to lead out of an abundance and overflow of just absolute joy and support and support looks different for everybody. What next level pastor is doing currently, we have just released our very first online training course for pastors. Uh, we have encouraging emails we send out every week. We have a prayer list that we pray through and and I believe prayer is an absolute, it's the, the foundation of what we do. We pray for every pastor that, that is in our community and on our, on our email list and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in, in to resource pastors, uh, this online training course, is a, it's a template to find what God is doing around you and then to join him in that. And, you know, it's so hard sometimes for pastors to feel confident knowing God said, this is where we're going. 
you know, a lot of times our own intellect gets in the way, our own creativity gets in the way. We see what somebody else is doing, so we try to do that. Yeah. And so we're we're all leading out of this almost timid nature because we don't we're not saying it's God that's leading us this way. It's just here's what we need to do as a church because here's what we've always done. Mm-hmm. So this course is is specifically it's called Vision and Strategy. And it is a template to find what God is saying to you. And we, I've done this for the last 10 years. I've created these teams and walked through this exact process that we walk through in this course. And it, it breaks down to, number one, how to even build this team, how to find a team to do this, um, how, to, how to pray about it. I mean, it's, it's really step by step. Um, and then after you do build this team, how you need to meet together, how often you need to meet together, what you need to talk about when you do meet. There's uh, nine video sessions within this course. And then there's also um, like 80 plus pages of downloadable resources that help you with a a team workbook for your team to even go through, answer questions and and answer the right questions. One of the things that, um, that we talk about in there is one of the things you need to figure out is how you currently do things. Mm. And you've got to ask questions. And most of the time, what I've learned is pastors ask a lot of calculating questions. So their questions are, how many showed up? How much did we get? How much this? Who, you know, what, um, those, those types of questions that honestly can be answered on a calculator. And I don't think ministry can be measured on a calculator. I think it's, um, I think we're asking maybe the wrong questions. Um, and so one of the real pressures is instead of asking calculating questions, let's ask convicting questions. Mm. And the problem is those are, those are more heartfelt, right? So you're saying, instead of saying how many people showed up, it's how did we present the gospel clearly to the people that did? Right. And it's like, oh goodness, you know, sometimes that can be a difficult question to answer, mm-hmm. but I believe to know where you are and where really where you're starting from, you've got to ask those questions, you know, and, and a real genuine evaluation of your ministry and what's going on. Now this team that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So for example, uh, first Baptist, whatever, uh, will, uh, take the material. And as they begin to form a team, this is a team is it not just made up of pastoral staff or deacons or leaders of the church? Is that how it's made up? Yeah. So it's, it's really, um, so I, I went through this as a student pastor for the first time and on my team personally, um, I had a student on that team. Mm-hmm. I had a parent on that team. I had a, a, a guy's leader on that team and I had a, um, uh, and myself. And so there was just us on this team and there are, um, so there were volunteers, just lay people that were all having different perspectives. That's one of the pieces about the team that's so important. Uh, we talk about vision is really made up of two components, um, a better prescription and a better perspective. Mm. Uh, I wear glasses because I can't see without them, right? And so everything's clear when I put my prescription glasses on. But my prescription glasses don't let me see what's behind me. You know, right. you're sitting in front of me. You see what's going on behind me. Uh, that's one of the benefits of a team that has all different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we we talk about making it as diverse as possible. Um, but also, whenever you choose this team, it needs to be people that have a good relationship with the Lord. Uh, we're trying to hear from heaven. So we need the people that are on the team to have a good relationship with right. God to be able to hear that. Um, but a staff can go through it. Uh, the more I kind of, as we worked through it, I've never taken a full st- a paid staff through it, but uh, it is a, it's a template. It's a process. You yeah. know, it's, here's, here's the way you, you meet with this team. It would be great. Um, I think, I believe on a, on a church staff, if a senior pastor led his staff through it mm-hmm. um, and just walked through piece by piece for the whole church, right. but it's really focused on individual ministries as well. So you can take a kid's ministry staff through it. You can take a, you know, a senior adult ministry staff through it and still 
gain and hear from God specifically on what he wants you to do in your ministry. And, and I can see that. Of course, I ask that question, kind of let, let our listeners uh, really know what the team is, because to me, it makes a, more of a connection with the total church, that mm-hmm. you're not just pastoral staff, you have leaders within the church, you have a congregation mm-hmm. totally involved. And so they're the ones that uh, that are going to be going the direction which God is leading them. So that, that makes more sense. So yeah. that really puts everything in perspective, all the material of mm-hmm. who the people are receiving this. So that's neat. Yeah. So, so what are some of the elements that uh, really provide the support and help for pastors, this pastoral team or this team mm-hmm. that really opens up to God's leadership? Yeah, there's um, a lot of it has to do with the, uh, the, the team workbook that's in, that's in this course uh, is, is crazy valuable. Mm-hmm. So this has taken probably six or eight years of compiling, and and God has given has gifted me in some vision and strategy, um, and so it, it almost comes natural to me. So whenever I created this workbook, probably six or seven years ago, um, then and we've tweaked it since then. But when we created it, uh, I shared it with some of my friends, some mm-hmm. of my youth pastor friends, and they looked at it and they said, "Where in the world did you get this?" And yeah. I said, "Well, just kind of made it." And they were like, How, "Where did you come up with these questions?" It's like. It's just questions that you're supposed to ask. And yeah. he said, you know, these, these guys were just kind of blown away and they said, can I buy this from you? I was like, you can have it. What are you talking about? It's, like, it's, a, it's a couple of questions on some paper. But but the truth is like it's it's a resource that allows you to lead and kind of know what's next. Right. And so it's um, it allows the leader to do that. There's also in the in the course, though, um, you know, a personal assessment. We believe, I believe so strongly in personal health and, and personal, emotional, spiritual health of the pastor. If you're a church leader, you know you get in these positions where you may be overspent or you may be over exhausted. And, you know, I don't the one thing I've tried my whole life is to never bring leftovers to my family. And part of the way to know that is self-awareness and self-awareness seems to be a, a superpower because some people just can't seem to grasp like where they really are because they don't take the time, right? They don't step aside and say, Hey, this is what we want to do. We want to learn where we are in our relationship with God, where we are in our relationship with our family and our finances and everything. And so we put a personal assessment tool in the course as well. We also give that away for free on the, on the website, uh, just because we believe in it so much, but, mm-hmm. um, and there's a, there's a leader guide and there's, there's different things in there that are real tangible. There's a meeting agenda, how you can set up a meeting agenda for, you know, some pastors may just get in and I don't like preparing a lot of stuff most of the time. I like to just get in and have a conversation, but people like to know where you're going to go. People like to know what you're going to talk about and what to expect. And mm-hmm. so uh, we put those in there. And and again, the video um, the videos are really driven to help a pastor step by step through the whole process. And, you know, we say the process may take your team three months. It may take your team a year. It may, you, you know, we're not, it's not your ability on how you're, how creative you are. It's how God's showing you what he's, what he's doing. And so it's, it's discovery more than anything else. And so, um, that's just a few of the resources that are kind of packed into this, this first course. We've got a couple more courses we're hoping to release this year. Um, but right now we're, we're focused heavy on this one, uh, just because it's, it's kind of the foundation of, of good leadership and, and allowing people to see that you're, you're trying to hear from God. You know, it's not just me creating something. It's, it's God speaking to us. Right. So, uh, with the material and, uh, and, and the importance of them coming together as a church and to just refocus their attention, evaluate where they are, uh, personally, spiritually, and, uh, to, to become a more healthier church, a healthier pastor uh, or group of pastors, 
So how important is it for a pastor to spend time away, to disconnect? Yeah, I think it may be the most important thing uh, in a pastor's life. Um, we are one of the one of the other pieces that really pushed Next Level Pastor to happen is you, we've all heard the statistics of pastor burnout, and it's an absolute it's a, it's a disaster. It's an absolute shame. I, I hate whenever I hear a pastor leaving the ministry. Um, as I said this year, I've had two friends leave the ministry, and it's because of that burden. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard it said before: um, high stakes equal high stress, mm-hmm. and it's very evident in a pastor's life that. The stakes are eternity all the time, and we feel it. Um, you know, I, I tell I tell a story sometimes about whenever I was a kid, um, we had this phone in our house, and you know that the phone back in the the day, way back before there were cell phones, you know, mm-hmm. the phone hanging on the wall with right. the uh, the long cable, you know, the long twisty wire that yeah. was always knotted up, and it never <laughs> reached as far as it was supposed to. But um, I, you know, I, I tell a story every time that phone rang. I felt like we had the bat phone in our house because every time that phone rang, super pastor would take off yeah. and he was out of the house and he was going to rescue somebody. And, you know, as a kid, I was sitting there watching that. And honestly, anytime I see one of those old phones anymore, um, I think about that phone on that wall and, you know, it was a little bit easier back then to disconnect mm-hmm. because our family could go out for ice cream. And as long as we weren't next to that phone on the wall, I knew that the church wasn't going to wasn't going to take dad away, you know, and, and honestly, I never, I was never, um, uh, frustrated with him. Mm -hmm. I was never uh, frustrated with the church for that. After all, my dad was Batman, right? So, I mean, it was, I was, (laughs) I loved it. It was great. Um, but that phone was something that the church would never see. And it's something I could never not see. Mm. And just always being there in my house. And, you know, we made it a priority then. I make it a priority now with my family to um, to disconnect at some point because there is, uh, there's too much life. You know, I, I don't want to win a million people and their, their faith and then lo- but lose my kids, right? That's not, that's not worth it. That's not the trade-off that, that God wants. Uh, he wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be, I mean, he says my cup overflows with mm-hmm. him. And so pastors, and especially right now, man, it's so hard. It is so difficult to, uh, to not lead on an empty tank. You know, where are those pastors that are leading from that overflow right now? And one of the things that we push is every pastor needs a Barnabas. Every Paul needs a Barnabas. And we, we hope to be a Barnabas for people. We, that's what we hope to be. Um, but one of the things about Barnabas is I think he would tell, he would tell Paul, it's time to go away for a little while. It's time to disconnect. Um, you know, you need to go spend some time with your family. You need to go spend some time alone. Just, just get with the Lord. Um, you know, stop studying for sermons and start just reading the scripture for your own life. Um, and so I think it is an absolute value to do that. And, and I think it will help in the pastor burnout world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will help pastors to, to be able to balance a little bit better. It's hard. And it's hard to leave that phone on the wall. Sure. It, it's really hard because your heart I've seen again, the heart of the pastor is their people and, mm-hmm. and they want to be reached by their people. Um, but this last vacation I went on, um, a few, few months ago, I didn't even take my computer and it was oh, yeah. the first time I didn't take my computer <laughs> and I thought, I feel, I feel like I'm doing something wrong, yeah. you know, but, <laughs> um, but I was able to really focus in on my family and my, my kids and my wife and, um, it, it made, it made it all the more valuable. Yeah, that's good. So how can, uh, our listeners get this information, uh, about the next level pastor? Yeah. The, the best and easiest way is to go to nextlevelpastor.com. 
just as simple as it is. Um, and then on our website, you'll see places for, um, we do some coaching for pastors and teams. Uh, we also do um, some speaking engagements and things, but uh, that you'll see the online course there. Um, and you can click on that on the website. You can also join our email lists. Um, and again, we send out, we try to send out encouraging emails every Monday. That's our, that's our goal. Sometimes it's Tuesday if it's a crazy, crazy week, but sure. um, we try to get out our weekly um, encouragement emails to pastors. And they're basically just, Hey, you crushed it. You did it. You made it through another week. Let's yeah. celebrate. Um, and so uh, they can find that on that website as well. You can also look us up on social media uh, where our handle is at, at Next Level Pastor um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And today I want to um, to give a gift to you. I'm so appreciative of you um, sharing this time with me. And um, so if you do want to want to buy the online course, um, if you go to the next level, nextlevelpastor.com and you can click on the online course and go through it, it kind of gives you an explanation of what the course is. And um, if you uh, if you go to buy it, the coupon code for your listeners today um, is Camp Radio, all one word. So if you use that coupon code, it'll get you 20% off um, the price of the course just uh, as a thank you to you guys and, and all you do. I know Camp Radio is out there for uh, several people to be encouraged and right. to learn from. And uh, so we are, we, we want to partner with you in that. So uh, thank you very much for, um, for just allowing us to, to be a part of this. Well, thank you. And, and I appreciate you doing that for our listeners. So that's, so they can get 20% off of, of the uh, uh, cost. If they put in the, the code camp radio, is that all, all uppercase? Does it make any difference? It doesn't make any difference. Okay. So camp radio. So that, that's a, uh, a great uh, uh, resource that, that you're providing for our pastors. So, uh, Anthony, I, I really appreciate you coming out and just uh, really sharing about your your passion of, of uh, training and encouraging pastors, especially through your material, the next level pastor. So thank you very much. To our listeners, I want to thank you for listening today to our podcast. If you have any uh, questions, we'd love to hear from you. If you're listening to our podcast today, uh, please leave a comment or follow us on uh, iTunes or uh, if you're on SoundCloud. Either way, if you do that, uh, that would encourage others to listen to this great resource. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for uh, Anthony or what we do at TM Baptist Camps, please send us an email at ccinfo@tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you'll look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.